We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to 95.7 The Game. KGMG got from AC1 San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app. Your favorite 95.7 The Game for the best and most up-to-date sports coverage. Do not forget... You can also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log on and search 95.7 and game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. It is a football Friday brought to you by First 5 California. To learn four things you could do to overcome toxic stress, go to first5california.com. We're about to get into the Niners, baby, because it's a hat and t-shirt game, folks. Hat and t-shirt game. Let's get to Adam SF, take them to school, and then we'll get into the red and gold. Adam in the city, what's happening? Hey, guys, happy Friday. Thanks for having me on. Sedona, you've been doing a great job all week. Um, I just really quickly wanted to uh, thank you and Willard for standing up for the city of San Francisco. I'm not going to get into all of that. I just wanted to say thank you that someone can speak up for the city. Um, Really quickly, so the scoring, Clay, you know, he shot well and everything, but when I watch games on a nightly basis, like, I don't feel like that's the problem. I mean, how many times did uh, the Clippers last night dribble drive? Sorry, there's a fire truck going on that's right here. That's all good. Uh, how many times did uh, did the Clippers dribble uh, dribble through the penetration through the defense last night and just kick to Amir Coffee for a wide open like all day? The, the three point, yeah, all day, and it's the three point defense. It's the inability to protect at the rim. I'm like. Yep. Uh, you know, we. I think you guys said you we have a problem. We just have so many guards. That, I mean, and, and no, we haven't had a big man forever. But how does this? What I want to know is, from your opinion, how does this team get better defensively? Because the offense has been there, but mm-hmm. the defense is is so bad. It's so bad. That's they, the they problem. Can't you're stop right. Anything? No, you're so right, Adam. You're so right, and it's not going to get better overnight because you're not going to get younger and athletic no. overnight unless you make some big time moves. And to expect the young guys to be you know, above average or elite defenders when you're going up against James Harden and Kawhi Leonard and all these guys. Norman Powell's been in the uh, league for a long time. These guys are too damn good. They've been around. And Kaminga and Moody, they show flashes of brilliance, I think, on defense at times. Specifically, Kaminga, he shows flashes. Mm -hmm. But the consistency, you just got to keep playing. And you got to live with the mistakes at times. And I know it's frustrating for fans to come to that realization, but you're going to have to. They're going to have to take their lumps at times. And you'll see flashes of, you know what, you'll get a win here or there where it's spurred on by the young guys. You're going to feel really good. You'll have some games like yesterday when Pajemski, he just gets attacked. Um, But can they consistent play from... Their young guys is going to be the question going forward. But it is point of attack defense, though, because Amir Coffey hits four threes. He's wide open. (laughs) Norman Powell got into the lane, two feet in the paint at will. The Warriors don't score in the paint. They don't have any guys who can get to the paint at will. But Adam is on it in the city. Defensively, they've been atrocious. I mean, the Clippers at one point in the first half were shooting 59%. They shot 50% for the game. 50% for the game, 40 from three. And the Clippers out of all teams dropped 27 assists. And James, James Harden, Harden had 15, 15 of them. 15 assists. That's James Harden. World. So they got no point of attack defense. Um, uh, we got to get to take, take it. Real, real quick, I just wanted to say 
We remember and we're going to remember the Golden State Warriors for their offense being like innovators and the greatest offensive team probably in the history of the NBA. But don't make any mistakes about it. The defense was also elite. Oh, yes. During all those runs. It was. The defense was elite. Wiggins, even in the last championship, Wiggins, high level. So Draymond, high level. Gary Payton, high high level. level. Even even Steph played the best defense of his career. Well, I mean, he's not the greatest, yeah. but it said something. <laughs> uh, breaking news here <gasps> from the NFL before taking him to school. Oh, <laughs> I see it right on my screen. Yeah, do we hit the sounder for it? Do you want to? There you go. Ninety-five-seven. The game. Breaking news presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Oh. Brandon Staley, fired from the L.A. Chargers after giving up 63 points to the Las Vegas Raiders yesterday. There's no Josh Jacobs. They gave up 63 points. What are down? 35 at the half? Uh, what 40, was it? 42, 42 nothing. nothing at the half. And then what did Antonio Pierce say? What did you tell your team at halftime? Antonio Pierce said, keep your foot on the gas pedal. Hell yeah. Antonio Pierce was a head coach in, uh, what was it? Some L.A. school, high school. Won 99-9. <laughs> One year. He wants to he wanted to destroy them. You don't think Mark right? Davis was noticing that and yeah. loving every second of it well, against the Chargers? Because don't remember, Bonte, the fans heckling Mark Davis early in the year about McDaniels. That game was in SoFi Stadium against the San Diego, well, now LA Chargers. Wow. So Brandon Staley, fired. Gone. Chargers also fired GM Tom Telesco. Gone. Gone. They took Quentin Johnson in the first round. He stinks. He had, a touchdown Flowers. he had a touchdown yesterday. Zay Flowers got picked right after him. Mm. Looks good in Baltimore. So, change of scenery. And Adam Schefter reporting from ESPN. Brandon Saley's Chargers tenure always will be remembered and defined by memorable moments from each of the past three seasons. 2021, lost a winner, go home game against the Raiders. That was an all-time game, too. It was a long game. <laughs> Gave me a migraine. Last season. Blew a 27 nothing lead in a wild card game to the Jacksonville they were Jaguars. 27 nothing. 27 nothing. <laughs> they lost in historic fashion, 63-21. And he's been going at it with reporters left and right. Richard Sherman said yesterday, you should have been fired at halftime. Just call him an Uber. We were talking about that in the chat. Not the worst place to get fired at halftime, Las Vegas, mm. uh, Nevada. Mm. Go to Caesars mm, Palace. Mm, mm. All right, before we get to the hat t-shirt game, baby, you know I love me a good hat t-shirt game. It's time to take them to school. It's time for Taking Them to School. Brought to you by Peralta Community College District. Spring is free at Laney, Berkeley City, Merritt, and the College of Alameda. <laughs> you Clay haters are going to love this one. Clay for three. Pajemski drives on Harden, throws out to Looney. Hand off Thompson. Thompson, another three. Got it! He barely squared midair. Clay just launched that one. He's putting on a show here in the third quarter. Clay Thompson now with 27 points. Ah, Chris Muller, my main man on Warriors pregame, pre and post game. I said, a 50 burger's coming. He had to sign up yesterday. A 50 burger's coming, folks. Clay Thompson, but the Warriors still lose. So no moral victories here. They're 10 and 14. They've lost 70 straight on the road. Ugh. Disgusting. Disgusting. That was taken to school. Brought to you by the Peralta Community College District. Spring is free. Atlanta, Berkeley City. Berkeley City, excuse me. Merritt and the College of Alameda. For more information, visit Peralta.edu. Yeah, Berkeley City College. I went there and Lady. Yeah, I went there to Berkeley City. Before tra- uh, transferring to uh, SF State. There you go. There you go. Berkeley City's nice. It is nice. Very nice campus. Very Lady nice. is too. Lady is too. Uh, what's coming up in the game? Sponsored by the Go to State Warriors. 
We're going to get into some football, baby. It's a hat and t-shirt game for the 49ers. 888-957-9570. Are we all overlooking the Arizona Cardinals? Are we look overlooking Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals? Is there any way we're going to lose this game on Sunday? Huh. Huh? No. Well, last time we did have a clean you and I. You and I. We, you know. That happened earlier. That was their one-off. They're fine, all right? They learn from their mistakes, okay? Like Tony Stark. He learns from his mistakes. All right. I think we'll learn. Football, baby. Football, football, football. He didn't know what to do with the Tony Stark. No, I didn't stump there. T- He's like, yeah, 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 yeah sure, I, I, Iron I, Man. Just, there I, you I go. Just, yeah, we'll make a nerd out of him at some point. I, I, yeah, I knew it was Tony Stark, but I was just like, I was just starting thinking about the hat and t-shirts. That's all. I got giddy. Fuck the Niners. There you I'm go. Giddy. He's giddy. And I'm not talking John. No, no, no. Don't go. Don't. Don't talk about that. Back to the morning roast with Vontae and Shasky. Oh, it's a Friday. You got to get... Oh, yeah, the Goldie Hawn. You ever watch the movie Wildcats? It's an old school movie. Wild. In the 80s. Goldie Hawn, a young Wesley Snipes, a young Woody Harrelson. And at the song, it's a Wildcats song. Football. Football. You you ever watch that movie? Wildcats. I'm looking up right now. Google Wildcats. Google Wildcats, the football song. As we talk about hat and t-shirts in Glendale, Arizona, baby. Because you're 49ers. Is Goldie Hawn the head coach? That's what yes, I'm she was the head coach. Oh, my God. This is a great movie. I can tell. It's a great movie. And they're wearing silver and black like the yep. Raiders, too. Yep. <laughs> they had a big player, defensive lineman, who she had to pay to play. He would go on the other side. He was something else. Something. That the, 80s, the 80s movies were something else. Just with the they're just throwing crap against the wall and see if it sticks. Football. Oh, my God. Speaking of football. The Niners are in first place in the NFC. They control their own destiny for home field advantage. We talked to Nick Bosa earlier in the week. Niners have already clinched a playoff spot. They already have. Now they clinch, or excuse me, clinch the NFC West with a victory over the Arizona Cardinals. Seattle and the Rams were both six and seven on the outside looking in. The Cardinals, they've been terrible, but we knew they'd be terrible. They're three and ten. They they'll be eliminated from the playoffs in a couple weeks. I'll say this: they've played hard in they most of their hard. games. Here's Shanahan earlier this week. He said, uh, "Shanahan said that this Cardinals team reminds him of the 2017 Niners. Oh, the first team he had. Remember they opened up 0 and nine, and then they won five losses. straight. Yeah. yeah, a lot of close losses. They had five straight losses by uh, three or fewer points. They lost five straight games by fifteen, a combined fifteen points. So Arizona does." They do play hard. They just beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Uh, they had to win against Dallas earlier this season. They blew a game against the New York Giants when they were up twenty to nothing. Um, they got smoked by the Rams a few weeks ago. No, they will have some stinkers in there. They have some stinkers, um, but they beat the Cart the Falcons they, at home. They, they played the Niners tough. Josh Dobbs, the first time around, on Josh yeah. Dobbs now is falling back down to earth. He's now the third string first quarterback. And Nick Mullins is starting from Minnesota. Oh my gosh, uh, Dobbs sanity was short lived. Take I'll, the Bengals. I'll remember. I'll remember it always. There we is go. This it? Football. Football. What is this? I've never heard that in my life. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, man. Wildcats. Old school. For all you youngsters out there, go watch the movie Wildcats. Football. Oh, my God. That's a guru movie. I bet you Guru watched that movie. Oh, I'm sure. For sure. Guru probably was in the theaters. Steiny, definitely not, but probably Guru. Hey, Guru went to the theaters for that one. 
when movies were 75 cents. Oh, God, um, dude, they're so expensive. They man. are so it's expensive. It's unbelievable. Speaking, Stone, of, speaking of 75 cents, did you guys see the uh, Panthers-Falcons game this weekend? Cheapest t- ticket, 45 cents. No. 45 cents. In Cheap. Atlanta or Carolina? In Carolina. Oh, no. You can go to an NFL game for 45 cents? They should sell out then. You still can't give tickets away. People are still passing up on tickets. Imagine that. I'm on Ticketmaster right now, just looking for him. Can I get a quick flight over there? Just go to it for fun? Skulk C. Bryce Young and Desmond Ritter? Yikes. All right, Arizona. Kyler Murray could be his last year. Remember, he has four years left on the deal, and they have an opt-out. He's auditioning right now. He's auditioning So this game does mean a lot for him. It does. And going forward, because there's going to be... I mean, we saw it here with the Chargers. They have their quarterback, obviously. Justin Herbert's just out for the year with a broken index finger. But they just fired Brandon Staley for just joining us. Chargers firing Brandon Staley, their head coach, and their general manager, Tom Telesco. Belichick, They're gone. The new coach. Belichick, there's going to be a lot of head coaching opportunities here, which means I want to bring in a quarterback. And Kyler Murray will be sought after. So I, I would look at one of these teams. I don't know if the Cardinals do. Maybe the Cardinals do with them. I've, I find it hard to believe because... Four quarterbacks are going in the top ten in this upcoming draft. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be Caleb, then Drake May, and then I think Penix and Jane Daniels and somewhere in that order there. They're all going in the top ten. Somehow, some way, some shape or form. So, do the Cardinals go in that direction? It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. But remember, Kyler was the first player taken in that 2019 draft, right? And what did we yeah. talk about with Nick Bosa? Oh, he doesn't forget. Oh, he doesn't forget. And he loves his 2019 classmen. Who's on, who's on there, Bonte? You got uh, Bosa, Debo Samuel, Debo, Drake Greenlaw, Wishnowski, and Miss Wishnowski. And now Cleve Furl, who was drafted by the Raiders, but yep. he's there now, too. And what did class? he say? Class! Class! <laughs> Never they make a play, class! We're saying it way too loud, by the way. It's class. 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 And then he does a little shrug. Class. A little shrug. Class. I do love Debo the shrug. 70 yard touchdown. Class. I love the shrug, by the way. Miss Wisnowski, <laughs> punt inside the five yard nine. Class. Drake Greenlaw. DDT, somebody on the sideline. Class. <laughs> DDT, someone on the... T- out of nowhere! Randy Orton! <laughs> <laughs> he so hit him with is, the stunner, JR! This is all about the Niners this week. This is what they do. These are the games that I say, worry about yourself. Yeah. How are you playing? Yeah. Are you playing a clean football game? In a game like this, you don't want to give the ears or the Cardinals any type of hope, any type of momentum. You want to come out fast, and you want to just step on their necks. Literally. We're bird hunting right now. Um, so get out fast. Back Don't back. turn the ball over. Yeah. You know, no penalties in a football game like this. And of course, you want to leave injury free. Every team wants to leave injury free, but injuries are going to happen. But you will be shorthanded. There's no Eric Armstead. Um, Javon Hargrave is questionable with a hamstring injury. Burford, we don't know if he's going to play. And so there are some injury concerns. Eli Mitchell, I know he was limited Wednesday, didn't practice on Thursday. So he may not play. Maybe a lot of Jordan Mason backing up. Christian McCaffrey, but this is about the 49ers. How are you playing? How are you humming? You know what I'm saying? You want to get ready for Christmas Day. You want to put out a show this Sunday. So, my thing is... If there was an upset brewing this right. week, it's because the 49ers did not do right. something more so than what the uh, than what the Cardinals no did. No doubt. It's yeah. a textbook track bait, yeah. trap game. But you know what? It's a division game, and there will be a lot of Niner fans in Glendale, Arizona. So I expect them to handle their be. business. It's all red anyway, so you can't really tell, but right. you'll you'll hear them absolutely. And this is about Pro Bowls. This is what a not only do the Niners want to get home field advantage, obviously they want to clinch the NFC West and they want to wear hat and T-shirts that say NFC West champs. That's the goal on Sunday. But it's also a stats game. These are one of those games where pro athletes look at it and say, 
This is where I get my Pro Bowl votes. This is where I can get my touchdowns. This is where I get to my 1,000-yard seasons. And so Brendan Ayuk's already over 1,000 yards. George Kittle's close. Debo needs a couple monster games from the receiver spot to have uh, to get to 1,000 yards receiving. So this is a lot of stats on the line for the 49ers. This is form. And then, of course, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy going back home. He's from the state of Arizona. Yes. He's a getting rate player of the year in Arizona. He was a legend in Arizona. Apparently, Nick Saban looked at him and was like, eh, I, I don't know. Just like most NFL teams. Oof. Brock Purdy, if you play He's going home. A lot of family's going to be there. Yep. A lot of family. And you know what? And, and you know, it's a secondary to the ultimate goal, which is the number one seed and winning a Super Bowl. This is a big, big week for MVP. Like, this, these four games coming up, this is massive for the standings right now. It's him and it's Dak Prescott. I think it's a two-horse race for the MVP here. If he has a big game against their division rival, and if you just look at what the Cowboys got dealing with, they got a lot going on in the next couple weeks as far as tough opponents. So I'm looking at Brock Purdy to have a huge game again, and even if he doesn't, you know what? In the back of your mind, that's fine. Just get the dub. I just want the number. Take care of business, right? Because you look at the schedule for the Niners outside of the uh, this week, then you got Ravens, Christmas night. Uh, that's going to be very fun. Mm-hmm. You going to that one, Bonte, by the way? You going to that? Oh, yeah. I'll be there. Oh, you'll be there? See, I got to see Lamar. You, you that's a busy me. day for me. That is. Because you got Warriors and Nuggets. I do pre and post. What time do they play? 11.30. Ooh, oh, yeah. You got locked out. This is So the right. game will yeah. be over at 2. Nice. Post game will be over by 3. It's time to speed down the Levi's. There you go. And Traffic the family's should be coming. Fun. Traffic should be I fun. hope so. But I, got, so. I have to see Lamar Jackson. You got to see Lamar. Um, And then you got the Commanders. Then they got the Rams. So I'm looking at... Taking care of business this week, massive test. And then, listen, the Ravens, they're a very good team. I got to see it to believe it when it comes to them as Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Andrews is such a massive loss. He's just He's been the most complete tight end in football the last two years and a safety blanket for Lamar. So losing him is tough. And then Sam Howell and the Commanders, they stink. And then there's massive implications potentially against the Rams in the last uh, week of the right. year at Levi's. So, so, very exciting stretch here, starting with the Cardinals this well, Sunday. Well, you know, this game, though, hmm. This game with no Eric Armstead, possibly. Aaron Banks is banged up. He didn't practice yesterday. Oren Burks didn't practice. Ross Dwelly, Drake Greenlaw, Javon Hargrave, Elijah Mitchell, Charvarius Ward. Remember, he suffered a groin injury last week. Mm-hmm. Didn't come back into the game, although reports are that he was willing to come back into the game. You can't have Charvarius Ward out here on Sunday. So that puts a lot of pressure on Sammy Womack. That puts a lot of pressure on Isaiah Oliver. Obviously, Ombre Thomas. Dominic Lord. Does that mean he leaves a slot, or do you play somebody else outside like a Sammy Womack? You can't be thin in the secondary against these speedsters in Arizona. It looks, they do have weapons. It looks like Marquise Hollywood Brown. He was limited on Thursday. Right. Usually, when they say he's limited, I, I think he's going to play. Yep. This Sunday, so that's another speedster you got to worry about. Those intermediate routes, middle of the field, yep. stuff like that. That's where I look at the and linebackers. You're looking at you keeping a spot right. on Kyler. Well, that's the thing. Kyler Warner, can't run. This is a big Fred Warner game too. I mean, yeah. it always is. He's been a baller this year. But I look at what he's done against mobile guys. And that's been kind of the Achilles heel, we think, in the past. That's but, Achilles heel for everybody. But everyone, right? Like, if you have a good mobile quarterback, it gives anyone headaches. Yep. And you know, Dobbs even ran against them pretty well in mm-hmm. the first uh, go-around with this team. So I'm looking at Kyler. He can give you fits. He can give you problems. But if you do what you did against Jalen, right? Do that cage kind of defense. Keep him contained. Don't lose containment against this guy. He can make some mistakes. I would say Kyler's a better pocket quarterback than Jalen. I, I would like agree that. with I would agree with I, that. I think actually. he's a bit better from yes. the pocket. But he could scat. 
you know, and, and Pittsburgh did a good job on him. But James Conner. James Conner. This is a tough running back. You know, during the Eno Benjamin game when Kev- Kevin Kugler said, oh, my goodness, and Drake Kirkpatrick got trucked. <laughs> James Conner looked like the second coming to Earl Campbell on that football game. He was unbelievable in that game. And against Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago, 25 carries or 105 yards. He Revenge averaged over four yards, yeah. four yards a carry. He's a tough running back, man. And it's Trey McBride, this tight end. He's Jair Brown, you know, Jair Brown, you got to step up against Trey McBride. Trey McBride's a good target for Kyler Murray. Eight catches, 89 yards against Pittsburgh. He's a big tight end, which is why they let Zach Ertz go anyway. Has anyone got some Zach Ertz, by the way? Not no, yet. No one's got Zach. Yet. That's interesting. Not yet. Still just hanging out out Not there. Not yet. So, again, the Niners have the better team. They have the better roster. They're going to go to the playoffs. They've already clinched the spots. <laughs> but you want to win the division this Sunday. You want to keep home field advantage, and you just don't want to develop poor habits in a game like this. No. You don't want to be sloppy. You want to come out fast and just hit this team in the mouth. And just Arizona's a team that if you do get up big on them, they will lay down. They'll lay down. But they're pesky, and they'll stay in the game. And if the longer they stay in the game in Glendale, Arizona, all of a sudden they start feeling good about themselves. And Kyler is capable you know, of throwing can, an 80-yard bomb. Yes. He is capable of breaking off a 50-yard run. So you don't want to sleep on this team. But handle your yeah. own business. You should be able to win this game. But, boy, you don't want to start messing around being slow and all, all of a sudden it's a 10-7 game. And then, oh, oh, what do you know, Arizona's up 13-7. And yeah. uh, the longer this game goes and the closer they're in it, you don't want to mess around with this. No, you do not. And uh, it, it's very interesting uh, looking at this game from just multiple angles and stuff like that because of where they used to be and where they are now. right? This, this Arizona Cardinals team with Cliff Kingsbury, you know, they were competitive against Kyle Shanahan and Co. And Jonathan Gannon's this new kid on the block, mm-hmm. and I'm just looking at all the coaches in the NFC West right now. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And Kyle Shanahan, we know about McVay, owns him in the regular season. Outside of the one loss in the NFC Championship, biggest game, right? Yeah. If, if, if you can ask McVay, he'll take that with all the regular season losses, I'm sure. Um, Pete Carroll. He's been getting destroyed as of late against Kyle Shanahan. And now Jonathan Gannon's the new kid on the block. So very interested to see how they look and how buttoned up they are in this game because it means a lot for the 49ers and not much for the Arizona Cardinals. But they're playing for momentum building into next season. Mm. right? You're seeing that with teams that are out of it. Like The Raiders aren't even in it now. But they're playing for their head coach at this point. They're playing for pride. And they're going to hear a lot of Niners fans this Sunday in Arizona. There'll be a lot of them. I've never met, and Shasky says this a lot, I don't think I've ever met an Arizona Cardinals fan either. I don't think I've ever met one. I haven't. Right? You can't even hear the trying to think. I have never met one. So I'm expecting like 65 to 70% Niner fans for a potential hat and t-shirt game uh, this Sunday. Yeah, I I haven't. Uh, Man, I'm looking at this text uh, before we get to Rob. Oh. 347. I'm going to bring this up. Because we will discuss this next week. I got my fillers out. I want to bring somebody on who knows about the homelessness and the crime and everything because I think it's an important conversation, although we are a sports show. But I want to do it with Shasky. 
347. Bonte, I'm listening to the show on delay because of work. I just checked back in, and you're talking about Schlepp Rock, who is saying he goes to the city uh, 10 times a week, and he says that Buster is right about his description of the city. Here's something no one talks about. He says, I work in retail banking, and uh, it breaks up. And parts of my role is to do community outreach. I work with two of the largest homeless support nonprofits in the city. And when I talk to the boots on the ground, I hear that the majority of the homeless are folks who are being shipped in from the Midwest. Those cities are buying bus tickets and sending those folks specifically to San Francisco. So I don't know. I'm not 100% sure about that, but that is very, very intriguing to me. It is very, very intriguing because I'm tired of people dumping on my city. I'm tired of it. Yeah. It's it's getting annoying. Um, including you, Andrew Bagley, with the Twitter fingers. We we see you. Um, Rob Stats Guerrero. Stats on fire. Look look at this. The Gold Standard Podcast Network. They do a great job. They do a phenomenal job. And Rob has been at the forefront of it. Starting this weekend. Starting this weekend. <laughs> and he's on Zoom right now with his Niners hoodie. He's got a fresh haircut. Look at him. He's all happy. He's fired up. And he should be happy because starting this weekend, Rob will bring his podcast, the Gold Standard Network, to 95-7 the game at 8 a.m. on Sundays for the rest of the season. Oh, hell yeah. Rod sets a fire. We'll be spitting fire on the Bay Area Sports Leader, 95-7 the game. Rob, tell us about the show. And what the I, audience can expect. I hope they can expect what you bring on the morning roast because that won't be good enough. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so excited to be joining the 95-7 The Game family. We are going to have just energy, passion, the most compelling pregame coverage you could possibly imagine. How could you not be fired up about this team right now? I'm I'm fired up. And I'm fired up to hear you at 8 a.m. talk about the Niners and Cardinals in a hat and T-shirt game. Think about this. Let's take a long – let's just sit back for a second here and think about what Shanahan and Lynch have done to this organization. When they stepped aboard in 2017, obviously they started 0-9. It was a wreck. They lost to five games, like three points or less, five straight games. And then they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. And, look, I don't want to get into Jimmy Garoppolo, but he was a good Niner. He did what he had to do, and we know about his pitfalls and limitations. But all Shanahan and Lynch have done here is built the bully, and they've been in big games. Now they're going to the playoffs for the fourth time in five years and winning the NFC West for the third time since 2019. That's going to that's gonna happen at some point this season. But, boy, what a job they've done, and you've been all over it. Absolutely. They deserve a ton of credit. And not only that, they have a quarterback now that's in the MVP conversation. And wow. whether or not he wins it is one thing, but – that doesn't matter. The Niners are still getting MVP-level quarterback play. And let's be honest, we haven't had that in this town in 29 years mm. since Steve Young, and it's damn good to have it back. Absolutely. And speaking of that quarterback right now, Rob, a lot of the rhetoric you know, from the national media, what have you, a lot of it this week when it comes to Brock Purdy, you heard it from Cam Newton, who's won an MVP. You're hearing from everyone. I know. I see your eyes roll right there. Game manager. Oh, boy. What does that mean to you, anyways, when you hear the term game manager in Brock Purdy? It's it's a load of crap. It's ridiculous, okay? It's from people that haven't watched Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, at this point, could throw a touchdown pass to himself, and people would say, ah, so what? He got a lot of yards after catch. It doesn't matter. I have never seen quarterback performance parsed the way that Brock Purdy's has been parsed. Ben Solak of the Ringer just put out a whole video debunking, quote-unquote, Brock Purdy for MVP because he doesn't throw enough on his deep passes. He doesn't have enough air yards on his explosive <laughs> play. Like, oh, what are we 
talking about? <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> I'm just, I've never seen it like this. His passes are too short. They're too long. There's too many yards after catch. None of it counts with Brock Purdy. We've just decided that he's got good players and Shanahan and no MVP has ever had that before, by the way. And so he can't win the MVP. It's ridiculous. But you know what? It doesn't matter. The touchdowns do count. The offense is rolling. And we're going to be the number one seed in the NFC. Hey, Rob, you know what's funny is imagine them covering Joe Montana. Imagine them. It's not like they've seen Tom Brady. And, and I don't even care if it's dick and duck. You get the ball out of your hands, you get the ball to your playmakers. That's the name of the game. And that's why the paymakers are played to be playmakers, to make things happen after the catch, like Debo, like IU, like we watched with Jerry Rice and Teal and John Taylor for so many years. So this whole game manager thing, first of all, they're all game managers. Their job is to manage a game and make sure you don't turn the ball over. There's no crime in being called a game manager, in my opinion, but the way it gets used, it's wrongly used here, Rob. Oh, he's a system quarterback. Guess what? They all run systems. They all run different systems. You know, they all run in the West Coast offense. That's a system. Uh, whatever it is, a spread offense, it's a system. So this whole thing about game managers and, and system, it's just dumb to me. Give Brock his credit. He's a ten, He's averaging over nine yards per completion. I mean, what else do you want from him? He's throwing deep balls. He's throwing short. He's taking shots. I, I don't even get it. And I don't even care about the national narrative anymore, Rob. I really don't. We know how well Brock's pretty playing. He's playing some of the best football we've ever seen from a 49ers quarterback. You don't have to convince people that Brock Purdy's playing well, right? You win the Super Bowl, the trophy doesn't count less if people right. think your quarterback is not as good as they say. So whatever. It, get on board, people, or don't. What matters is the Niners are handling their business, and it's the best quarterback play they have had since Steve Young. Why, why do you think that narrative is out there about Brock Purdy? Why can't he get his because uh, all of a sudden people are starting to respect Dak Prescott a hell of a lot more. And I've always thought, you know what, Brock, Dak Prescott's been fine. All right, he's has the turnovers. Is he a top five quarterback? I don't know. Go debate with your mom. I don't I don't care. But it's a, he's a better quarterback. He's been a top ten quarterback for so many years. But the pivot to elevate Dak Prescott because we don't want to show love to Brock Purdy is one of the strangest things I've seen in years. Because Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft. Seventh round pick. He does have really good people around him. He does have Kyle Shanahan around him. And honestly, I think part of it is, too, that the Niners got to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. And so people think, well, they did it with Jimmy, and he's terrible. He just got benched with the Raiders. So Brock must be like another Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's not true. Wouldn't you think people would wrap their arms around that? It's one of the greatest stories in North American sports history. Think about that. We wrapped our arms around Kurt Warner for bagging groceries and leading the Rams to a Super Bowl. We wrapped our arms around Tom Brady for being a six-round pick. He was the last pick in the NFL draft. Isn't that one of the most heartwarming stories we've seen in recent memory in the NFL? It's like people think he hasn't earned it, which is crazy because he's the first last pick in the draft quarterback to ever even start a game in the history of the NFL, let alone win a game, let alone play as well as he has. But there is just this reluctance to embrace him because I think people don't want to admit that he shouldn't have been a seventh-round pick, that he was better than we thought, that maybe the arm strength isn't quite as bad as we thought. We don't want to admit that we were wrong. And, and Rob, I think a lot of it, too, is the fact that he's made it look so easy, and it's not, and it's driving people insane. Like the, the opposing, like people watching this, like this, it shouldn't be like this. Mr. Irrelevant, this just doesn't happen. Well, we've seen it happen with Kurt Warner. We've seen it happen with Tom Brady. So why couldn't it happen with Brock Purdy, you know? I think that all the best stuff Brock does is stuff we can't see. 
It's getting to the line of scrimmage. It's deciding, first of all, am I going to can the play or am I going to run the original play that's called? All right, let me read the coverage. I know my first read's not going to be open here. We can't see all that stuff when we watch on TV. You know what we could see? We could see a quarterback drop back, dodge a pass rusher, then throw a laser 25 yards down the field. So we think that's better than what Brock does, but it's not. It's just all of Brock's best stuff is from the neck up, and we can't see that when we watch. Rob Stats Guerrero, Stats on Fire on Twitter, of course, Gold Standard Podcast Network. It started this weekend. Rob will bring his podcast, the Gold Standard Network, to 95-7 game at 8 a.m. on Sundays for the rest of the season. Uh, Rob is telling us about the show, and, and Rob's going to bring fire. He's going to break down everything with the 49ers. Look, this offense, defense, what's been the most impressive aspect of this football team during the season? Because I look at the offense, I've said, wow, for the first time under Kyle Shanahan, the offense can carry the defense a little bit here. What's been the most impressive aspect of this season for you, Rob? For me, it's been the turnaround since the bye week with the defense. Steve Wilkes told us a few weeks ago that he was built for this, and man, was he right, because they're giving up a little over 10 points a game after the bye week. Mm. Suddenly, the defense, which only had eight and a half sacks in their first eight games, has 11 and a half sacks since the bye week. The coverage looks so... Ambry Thomas has risen from the grave to help out the 49ers in a massive way. The offense has been impressive, but the way the defense has turned it around, to me, is a credit to Steve Wilkes, and I don't think they get enough credit. All right. Trap game coming up this Sunday, Rob? Is that what you're telling me? Is there a trap game coming up against the Arizona Cardinals anyway? that this isn't a hat and t-shirt game for the San Francisco 49ers. I know Kyler Murray, you know, they haven't seen him, by the way. I didn't know it's two years since they've seen Kyler Murray. It's pretty unbelievable. The last time they saw Kyler Murray was Trey Lance's first start. How long ago does that feel like right now? I don't know that it's necessarily going to be a trap game, but because of some of the injuries on defense with Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead and maybe Dre Greenlaw, Wilkes said he's going to play, but who knows, and maybe Charvarius Ward. Arizona may be able to move the ball a little better than we think. So maybe think about like the Raiders game against Jared Stidham last year. Maybe it's going to be a kind of game where the Niners have to put up 28, 35 points. I could see that happening against an Arizona team that's pesky. Um, playing for Kyler Murray's playing for his future. They're trying to play. I guess they're playing for pride here. Uh, the injuries with the 49ers. What's the more concerning injury? Is it Eric Armstead or is it Javon Hargrave's hamstring? What's the most concerning injury this week for you? Uh, to me, it's the combination of those two. Like, if, if it was just Armstead or just Hargrave, mm-hmm. that would be okay. You could deal with it. But when you have cluster injuries at one position like that, that's when your depth is really tested. And that means Javon Kinlaw is going to have to play more. And Javon Kinlaw has been really good this year. But I think the fact that he's been in a limited role has helped his knee remain as healthy as it has been. If he's got to play more snaps, I don't know what that's going to do to Javon Kinlaw. Now you're really taxing that defensive tackle mm-hmm. position because Kalia Davis is going to have to pick up the slack. And I don't know how many teams go four defensive tackles deep. So the cluster injuries at that one spot concern me the most. Okay. 49ers playing the best out of anyone in football right now. Is there any team in the league that can keep up with them, all things being equal, if they're all playing at their best right now? No, not even close. At mm-hmm. their best, the 49ers beat anybody in the in the plan. I don't care if it's Lamar Jackson. I don't care if it's Patrick Mahomes. Tua Tungavailoa, whoever you want to pick at their best, nobody competes with these 49ers, and it's not close to me. Okay. Having said that, is there any team that gives you a little bit of, you know what, maybe we should keep an eye on them if we play them come playoff time in the NFC? In the NFC? Uh, no. 
Not really. Not, not the Cowboys, I, no? No, forget the Cowboys. The Cowboys are on a tomato can world tour. Okay? <laughs> they played two good teams, and one of them is the Eagles, which everybody thinks stinks right now. And the 49ers kicked the tar out of them for the third straight time. Spare me on the Dallas Cowboys who think they're big and bad, and every time they play the 49ers get punched in the mouth. No, I am not sweating anybody in the NFC. This <laughs> feels like the year. Because I'm not even sweating anybody in the AFC right now. Miami, we saw what happened on Monday Night Football. There's something up with them. They've lost some guys. They've lost some guys on that defense. Uh, Kansas City has no wide receivers. Kelsey looks a step slow. Even though Patrick Mahomes still is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, you give them an extra week off, they could be dangerous. But, Rob, I I got a super feeling about this season, man. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, I feel like it's going to end in Las Vegas. feels like the drought is over. Because Shanahan, I think, has done his best job. And nobody's talked about him being maybe the coach of the year, how he's kept this locker room together for year in and year out. They got off to the fast start. He's calling plays. The playbook is open. He's being aggressive. This feels like the year. They have to win it this year because they are such a good team. What they have done on both sides of the ball. And if you don't win it, you just get forgotten. You yep. go into the dustpan of history, and you won't get mentioned as one of the greatest teams of all time, and you won't even get mentioned as one of the greatest 49ers teams yep. of all time because you got to have a ring to get into that club. So they have to get it done this year because they are historically good. Historically the best offense since 94? Or is this offense better than 94? Oh, uh, it's, it's Rob, it's Rob, close. you may have three 1,000-yard receivers. It's possible. I don't think it'll happen, but it's possible. They had one 1,000-yard receiver that year in 94. Ricky Waters had 1,500 uh, scrimmage yards, over 1,500 scrimmage yards. Christian McCaffrey's going to have over 1,500 rushing yards, not to mention the passing yards. He's going over 2K. I can't believe I'm saying it. This offense may be a bit more dynamic than that 94 offense, which is funny because Mike Shanahan was the offensive coordinator that season. Yeah, Shanahan was mad in the Super Bowl because Steve Young only threw six touchdowns. Yeah. Mike wanted eight. <laughs> That's insane. It's close. They're in the conversation, which yeah. is a scary thing to talk about when you're talking about some of the Hall of Fame players the 49ers had, but that's that's the company they're in right now. Yeah. That's why, like you said, they have to finish the job. They do. That pressure will mount next year. You win it this year, then we're looking at this team next year, rolling it back, saying back-to-back, back-to-back. But you got to win one. It does feel good, though. Right now, they're rolling. Rob Guerrero, you can hear him on Sunday here on 95-7 game. Really excited for you, man. Really excited. You've had a hell of a year. I know some bad things happened in your career-wise. You got let go. You bounced back in a major, major way. You're still one of the biggest content creators when it comes to 49er football, the Gold Standard Network. Rob Guerrero, stats on fire. 95-7 game at 8 a.m. on Sundays for the rest of the season. And I expect nothing but fire, Rob. You know it. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Thank you for the kind words. Always appreciate you having me on. And uh, let's go. And let's go Niners the rest of the way here because special things are coming. Absolutely. Congratulations, Rob. Truly. I like seeing people elevate and, and get promoted, man. I, I'm not a hater at all. I know Spinotti is not a hater. We like seeing people have success in this business, man. So keep doing what you do. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks, Rob. Rob Stats Guerrero. Real quick, uh, we do have some calls, but I want to play this. As he said, a lot of good things there. Let's see what the Niners do on Sunday. It's a hat and t-shirt game. But I do want to end it because I know Steiny and Guru are going to get into this. But I want to get your quick thoughts on it. It's just three minutes and 20 seconds long. Steve Kerr, I missed this. Oh, and we missed this. Be, I must have. Uh, Steve Kerr. You're getting pictures of Santa Claus yesterday. I missed a lot. So. Yeah, I missed. <laughs> I mean, I was working double duty. Uh, but also, I, I listen to. We played most of Steve Kerr's presser. I must have missed this. But Steve Kerr, 
was talking about questioning Steph's leadership. And then we have Stephen A. ranting about what Steve Kerr said. Ooh. Big John, take it away. This is the problem, okay? No, no, no. You can leave me up on the split screen with everybody, please. This is the problem, okay? Steve Kerr, no one is questioning Steph Curry as a leader. What we said was, quote, if that were LeBron James, we would have said, where are you? So in this particular instance, we're not talking about behind the scenes. We're talking out front and center. We were asking Steve Cur Steph Curry, where are you on this? Because you're such a great leader. Because you're such a phenomenal individual. Because you're the closest thing to perfection that I think most of us have ever seen as a professional athlete. We're asking about the impact that you've seemingly been unable to have on a teammate who loves and reveres you like Draymond Green. But Steve Kerr twisted it. Because we want to sit up there. He, he wanted, I, I don't even want to use the words. You understand that, 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 that I'm tempted to in terms of him fawning over Steph Curry. We all fawn over Steph Curry. Why would you try to twist it like that? You trying to tell me that Steph Curry's not a human being? That every single thing about him is absolutely positively perfect? That we can't sit here while revering him and respecting him and appreciating everything about him? We can't simply sit here and say, yo, you of all people, you might be able to have an impact on Draymond Green. Whether we're right or wrong or that, I'm just talking about speculating about that. Because of the phenomenal person, athlete, professional that Steph Curry has proven to be. If I'm looking at Draymond, who is Draymond hurting most? He's hurting Steph Curry. Because Steph Curry is so great, still, that without Draymond Green, he's out on the court without his guy. Which hurts him. That's the point that we were making. But Steve Kerr twisted up. And that's the problem that I have with him, and people let him get away with that because he's such a good man, and he's a top five coach of all time in my estimation, and he is a good man. Everybody that knows that about Steve Kerr is a good man. He's decent. He's conscientious. He's a leader. He's a winner on every level. We know what he's been through in his life. The fact that he is the human being that he is, we revere him too. But from time to time, we might ask a question about Steve Kerr. It's disgusting to ask a question. That's a problem. And he's talking about the days that we're living in and all of this stuff and clickbait. My brother, you didn't say my name, but I don't need clickbait. We've been number one 12 years with or without YouTube, with or without social media. Been number one, period. Number one, month over month, week over week, year over year for 12 consecutive years. I don't need no damn clicks. We're on a national television show, which you used to do, Steve Kerr, because he was calling games. You in oh, TV. Yeah. Yeah, you Come on now. Just stop that nonsense. We can ask the question without somebody being disgusted because, oh, my God, we didn't fawn over Steph Curry with every syllable that we uttered out of mind. We know how great of a person Steph Curry is. Nobody impugned the integrity of Steph Curry. What we said was if it were LeBron James, he would have been held to a certain standard. Why is it that standard applicable to Steph Curry? That's all. All right. That was Stephen A. Smith. It's a lot there. It's a lot there to unpack. I know Stanley and Guru will unpack a lot of it. Uh, Steve Kerr having Steph Curry's back. People want Steph Curry to be somebody he's not. I mean, he is a leader. He leads in his own way. You can lead in different ways. But people want to be yelling, scream, and 
call out people publicly. You don't need to do all that. But our final thoughts will be about Stephen A. Smith. It's time for the Xfinity Fast Five. Your last chance to get in on the morning roast. Brought to you by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet. Only from Xfinity. You better be careful. I'm sorry for YouTube. Uh, that If you missed it on YouTube and Twitch, I apologize for that. Um, our apologies there. Hopefully, Sunny and Google will get it on for you guys. I'll replay to. it. Yeah. Um, we'll replay it. We'll put it on social media and everything like that. But Stephen A. Smith basically just come at Steve Kerr. For basically saying, hey, man, I'm tired of people questioning Steph Curry's leadership. Curry had Curry's back and Stephen A. Smith and company have called out Steph Curry for, quote, unquote, lack of leadership when it comes to Draymond Green. You can't hold Draymond Green's hand, man. No. You can't. No. Um, I understand what Stephen A. was saying there, holding guys like LeBron to this standard, right? We're going to – Kawhi Leonard, the, the greats of the greats. Ultimately, they get the blame for when the teams struggle – and it feels like to Steven, Steph's getting a little bit of a pass. But I'll tell you this. If it continues to go poorly, they will look at Stephen Curry. And if he continues to play like he played yesterday, I don't expect that to happen. Right. But don't worry. There will be some something to be said about Stephen Curry's play this season. Mm-hmm. But it, let's relax first. Yeah. 10 and 14. I get it. It's not going well. Steph's to, everyone's to blame right now. No one is without fault on this team. Steph's the least of their worries is the main thing right now. Like yeah. he's the I'm least of you. the problems right you. now. By the way, it's uh trending. It looks like Hargrave and Armstead will be out Sunday Ooh. against the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. James Both Connor those guys. season? Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Ken Law will have to step up again, and Ken Law's had a good season, but boy, you don't want to put too many snaps on him. So I expect the Niners to place a ball control offense to keep that defense off the field as much as possible. I just listened to that rant with Stephen A. Smith and kind of reminded me of why I don't listen to the national perspective. I don't know if they, you know, Stephen A. Smith, is he's good at what he does. I got no hate when it comes to him. I had no hate when it comes to that, but I don't know, man. Steve Kerr's tired. This Warriors team is tired. What do you want to do about Draymond Green? At some point, grown-ass man got to police grown-ass men. He's got to police himself. Grown-ass men, what LeBron does is he ships him out. Across the trade, he gets you out of there. He does. You want Steph Curry to do that? He's won four championships with this guy. But Draymond Green's got to police himself. He's got to want to help himself. Before anybody else can help. I do think people, some Warriors fans do want that approach, but I don't think he can do that. That's not him. That's, That's not, not him. that you're expecting a guy to change. Like, that, oh, Leopard just doesn't change That's his That's why spots. we love Steph. Yes. Let's go to Big John and then uh, Lovin, not Spadoni. Yeah, I mean, I'm just piggyback off that, Bonte. I mean, we're, we're all grown-ups. You, you know, you can't – Curry has t- three kids of his own. He's not going to raise Draymond in his 30s. Uh, and also, we don't know – what is spoken in private, mm-hmm. behind the scenes, on phone call conversations between Curry and Draymond, what he said to him to be a leader. So, to Stephen A., quiet down. And I'll just add That's this last thing. Uh, when it comes to Steph, just because he's not demonstratively calling out guys in public, going to the podium saying, this guy needs to do this or I need to get rid of like, just because he's not doing things in the public view for us to see does not mean there are things happening behind the scenes, behind closed doors, where honestly these things should take place, where he might be getting, you know, more involved in louder as a leader. So just because we're not seeing it does not necessarily mean it's not necessarily happening. There it is. There it is. Spadoni, good job, man. Thanks, we got man. It was a, week. a fun week. We got through the week. I'm feeling great. That win yesterday galvanized me. 
Which Aiden O'Connell out win? here ending I didn't get careers. a win. I don't know what win you're talking about. AOC. The Warriors lost. What are you talking about? The Thursday night. The Warriors lost. Thursday night football game. I didn't watch one snap. You didn't miss much. I know. I just saw the scores. Like you know what I did? I forgot to make my pick in the pick and pool. So so Aiden O'Connell has now ended Trey Lance's, Brandon Staley's, and Tom Telesco's career. Oh my god! Oh no! Get the hell out of here! That's <laughs> enough for me. When's Shasky coming back? Shasky, where you at? Shasky, I think he'll be back next week. He's doing the all Lakers. Well. If you're concerned with Shasky, he's doing fine. He's doing. No, fine. he's doing great. He's doing great. Being a great family man. Yep. That was Fast Five brought to you by Xfinity. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now with Steiny and Guru. Have a great weekend, Rollsters. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.